0: welcome back to the between the Podcasts with Maggie Melissa
1: welcome guys no we got behind let's be real keep it real no no
0: no. let's talk about this really quickly before we jump in the month of January needs to be studied the month of January first of all hold on because um who, who the fuck do I think I have CNN on in the back <laughs> I'm an informed <laughs> lady <laughs> but the month of January has really been the year of 2024. Because what in the fuck? Um, the month of January means-
1: has really been the year of 2024? <laughs> yes. What? You it's- mean like it feels like it's been a year?
0: Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I, I have lived every season this month. Between oh, yeah. the it's co- been the
1: longest month ever.
0: Spring, summer, I've gotten every fucking season this month. Oh, before. yeah, the
1: temperatures have been crazy in D.C. too. We went if up to you- 80 degrees.
0: Oh, well, what is that about waking up at 47 2 p at 2 p.m it was 75 degrees it's not good that's not normal my that's- allergies were going crazy actually it's not right but that being said it is officially february and i like february Fe- february to me is a good month it's yeah. solid she's short and she's cute
1: short. yeah and she
0: she provides a lot of love yeah and um a lot of things to celebrate this month black history month valentine's day president's day meaning a long weekend so you know she's a giving month
1: yeah i would agree i would okay. agree bye.
0: I- what's going on with you before we jump into oh my. the last book of january
1: well i mean honestly i've had the craziest work week ever which is not interesting but it's just a fact um i've been working a lot this week um I have a lot of things on my TBR, hence why we got behind. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Maurice just knocked his bowl out of his um food he said, thing because he said excuses. Since, <laughs> since I have started working from home, we're gonna derail from what's going on with me. You wanna know what's going on with me? Since I've been working from home, Maurice has got he's gotten ballsy. He he thinks I think he thinks I'm a cat, and like he is a m- disaster mess and now he has his food bowl in front of him on the floor he's never done this before i'm speechless he wants to sit in my lap while i'm working constantly i have a job maurice how do you think i pay for your home how do you think i pay for your food your how toys yeah exactly i'm just astounded by his behavior honestly bad behavior um still love him but um, it doesn't... is
0: what it is. No, no, no. We have troubled teenagers in our house. Levi chased a possum. For those who don't know, Maurice oh my is cat and Levi is my dog. Um, but Levi chased a possum this morning and the crack of Don Nicholas was yelling like a banshee in the morning. Levi, Levi. <laughs>
1: so I wait, was... like he left him. He left. He let him outside. And then
0: Levi started barking like like little boy barked like a man who worked in the mines. Okay
1: he worked in the mines and he, someone
0: robbed his truck.
1: That's honestly Absolutely. hilarious because Levi looks like a little puppy. Like he looks like a big puppy. Like he kind of has a puppy face. Puppy so,
0: face. He has it all. He bark personality.
1: Like, so big yeah, person.
0: yeah. But it is what it is, guys. Um also to 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 Maggie's point, we are behind this. We were supposed to drop this earlier in the week. But we are corporate girls. We have we're two girls who have jobs. Yeah. Because yabs. our our podcast hasn't popped off just yet so in the meantime we we're still want the wheel we're yeah. part of the wheel sometimes we get meeting.
1: it out a little bit late it's okay it's okay because that's what is and that honestly thing? that's real that's just real reality i don't know what you wanted me to say <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's just reality um and if you can relate to getting behind on reading i'm sure you understand
0: no no we definitely have been like i think we went heavy we talked about recently like how many books we were able to read last year and how much we set forth this year and I we have not started like we we tend to read apart from the our book club books that we read with you guys we read also on our own time but it has just not been doing it for us we have to have had to get in order before we jump into the deep defense and i feel like i'm coming out of that god willing yeah And I think for this, for the month of February, we have some exciting picks we're going to pick out, and we're going towards the more contempt romance side in honor of Valentine's Day. So it'll be be a really good palate cleanser for us before we jump in, because there's a lot of fantasy books and fantasy romances that are coming out this year. And I know Maggie
1: has one (laughs) burning I'm literally looking at the two copies I have of um, Crescent City, House of Flame and Shadow, because... I'm healthy. I don't know why I needed two copies of this book. You're in nuts. I needed two copies because they put they put bonus chapters in from different stores. They got exclusives and i'm I'm quite aware this is a tool of capitalism. They wanted me to buy as many copies as possible and i I did buy two
0: no i'm I'm there with you. I'm in the middle of throne of glass, which is oh. nuts that I had to stop, but I'm in the middle of it, so I have to go back and finish.
1: Are you gonna reread to like? get back into it. Like you can I I record. think the current Because if book you do, I'm... maybe I'll do a reread with you and we could talk about one on the pod.
0: Yeah, I'm going to reread the current book. I think I'm on
1: on book 3. Oh, yeah, you're because... like 3.
0: Yeah, because I think I've by the time that I stopped to now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick up. I'm pretty sure I can, but it's okay. And then afterwards, I will be reading Crescent City.
1: Oh my god, I cannot wait. Wait. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Because when you start reading Crescent City, I'll do a reread with you, and then we can talk about it on the pod. I think oh, we be will great. go full down into it, especially because I planned to I planned to reread the series anyway after I finish the third, um, one. So it'll work perfectly. Her thesis. Stage. I love reread if I really like the book. Duh. Okay. Should well, we get into it? Let's do it. All right today the book of the hour is powerless by miss lauren roberts our instagram friend she we're not friends but she liked our fist
0: no no i took a screenshot because i'm a sicko
1: no i think it's like cool you have to take the wins when you get them you know also she's a
0: tiktok girly she's you know yeah she's a millennial girl i think she's a millennial.
1: i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure so i got the impression she was like close to our age okay give her a take no one knows no, I think they do, but <laughs> <laughs> the way you just touched your glasses that sent me. Okay, can I first first aside before I read the synopsis because when I pulled up the synopsis um like the second picture is a picture of the map in the beginning of the book and I love reading from an e-reader and I think it makes me read faster and it makes it like so much more convenient for me, but I'm never looking at these maps in a kindle they most of the time when you open the book they skip the map and th- they I'm, do I they didn't don't know there was it. a freaking map i would this would have like probably been helpful um okay for the
0: world building yeah
1: yeah so um that is annoying i'm considering reading physical books because of that actually because i'm like i need to see the map okay anyway so we'll do the quick book overview and then we'll get into some of our discussion Um, So, powerless. She is the very thing he spent his whole life hunting. He is the very thing she spent her whole life pretending to be. Only Only the extraordinary belong in the kingdom of Ilya, the exceptional, the empowered, the elites. The powers these elites have possessed for decades were graciously gifted to them by the plague, though not all were fortunate enough to both survive the sickness and reap the reward. Those born ordinary are just that. Ordinary, And when the king decreed that all ordinaries be banished in order to preserve his elite society, lacking in ability suddenly became a crime, making Peyton Gray a felon by fate and a thief by necessity. Surviving in the slums as an ordinary is no simple task, and Peyton knows this better than most. Having been trained by her father to be overly observant since she was a child, Peyton poses as a psychic in the crowded city, blending in with the elites as best she can in order to stay alive and out of trouble. Easier said than done. When Peyton unsuspectingly saves one of Ilya's princes, she finds herself thrown into the purging trials. The brutal competition exists to showcase the elite's powers, the very thing Peyton lacks. If the trials and the opponents within them don't kill her, the prince she's fighting feelings for certain, um the excuse me, the prince she's fighting feelings for, for certainly will if he discovers what she is. Completely ordinary. <laughs> is that from a show?
0: Somebody saying
1: ordinary like that?
0: Ordinary. Ordinary.
1: Um let's get into it. Um, okay, Melissa. Let's kick it off. What what did you like about the book? What we'll start let's start with the way you liked about the book, actually. Just one question at a time. Let me let me let me say this.
0: This is the epitome of a romance fantasy book in the sense of it has it all. And... And that is a good thing in the sense if you've been out of this wheelhouse of reading romance and romance fantasy, you'll get your fix on this book because it really addresses like all the different tropes and the different types of categories between characters and environment and like setting. So that... For me, was like if if you're someone that has been reading contemporary or thrillers and you want to get back in, this is the type of book that will definitely bring you back in because it has a really, you know, it has a romance, it has a smut, it has a, the world building, it has the conflict, it has you know, the 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 fantasy aspect of it with powers and stuff. So I did like that in the sense of like it 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 has a specific target in mind for an audience. What I liked was like the dynamic of uh panda and pie in the sense of like I do like that this time around, usually it's the girl who's special or has the powers. And this time around it wasn't like that. She was the ordinary one. So it was kind of cool to see because for some reason in romance fantasy books, they always make the, the girl's the main character. This book was like so something much, really
1: unique. She she's like although let's know, be real, they were like she has silver hair yeah she still had that she just didn't have like the power she's gorgeous they said she has no powers but yeah they were like oh my god she is a model (laughs) no
0: but because it was like a a dual pov which is not custom and i actually do not like dual povs that is my biggest i hate and you know who started that for me miss miss stephanie myers oh (laughs) She ruined <laughs> dual povs. So overall, I think I like that. I like the, the idea that the book was really, you know, it is. Wait, which very book much... was
1: dual pov? Was Twilight and dual pov? I no, the last that. one, Breaking Dawn. It
0: goes from from her to Jacob. Don't you remember? Jacob gets mm-hmm. chapters when, when he Jacob talks about... gets like
1: imprints on her child. It was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Renesme. 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 That weird baby.
0: What about you? What was like your favorite part or like your favorite aspect of the book?
1: Um, I thought that it was pretty quick to get into. Um, because even though you didn't get into like the main um like action or that you didn't get to the main plot, which was obviously like the trials and when Payton's at the um castle or, you know, the in the kingdom. Um you didn't get to that immediately, but because of paid in situation in the beginning like you get into the action pretty quickly so I definitely agree with you like if if you're somebody that has not read fantasy romance before which like also I'm like okay this was romance but you didn't really get to like the crux of it in this yeah um so but I think this would be a good start it's not like a super challenging read um and Also, I think it's a good thing for people to, like, if you're trying to get into, you know, fantasy romance, you want something that's, like, not a really long series because this is only going to be three books. Yeah. Um, It has, like, a lot of calls to fantasy that you're probably familiar with. Like, there's, like, some aspects that were kind of, like, Hunger Games-y. There's some aspects that are kind of Harry Potter-y. There are some aspects that are kind of... um uh divergent e and i feel like those are all pretty palatable because they're like also movies so like i think that those aspects of it would make it a really easy read for somebody that's not used to reading fantasy
0: yeah if you liked um i have to say it really much reminded me of serpent and the king like they reminded was- me
1: of that at the very beginning but then i kind of yeah.
0: switched yeah
1: but it did
0: bring, like, elements of those books. So if you've read those books before, you're going to like this off the yeah. bat because it has a lot of the similar tropes and, like, uh, characteristics
1: from some of those characters. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think those are, like, the good parts. What did you see? Like, what setting did you see it in? Like, when you were reading it, where were you seeing
0: To your point,
1: because I didn't have that map
0: either, like the Kindle version doesn't give it to you. But based on like the writing style, I always tend to go into like this. It's for me, it's always going to be like this modern, but uh, medieval. It's like this weird environment that I build. And I, I have noticed this about myself. The majority of the environments I build in my head are like a modern version of medieval times.
1: It was like I was not thinking of it modern at all, but then when they got to the trials and they were like in they were like in a glass box.
0: Yeah. I was like when that feels do-
1: very modern to me. Yeah. Because I was
0: like a glass box.
1: Like,
0: a glass box. <laughs> a glass box.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um yeah, I, I I thought that there sometimes it's hard. I think it can be hard sometimes when you haven't read a, a full series to always critique the world building. There were some things that I was like, I'm a little confused. Like I could have used a little bit more answers about um, the magic system. Like it was a little bit confusing to me. I I assume that's going to come because this is only the first book. So again, like I don't like to base, I don't like to base all my judgments on world building off the first book alone, just because sometimes there are, there is like evasiveness to build like the suspense but I was like I had a lot of questions about um like I have a feeling that this plague somebody like I I'm like did the king like give the people this plague like yeah it, it seems like to me it's a plague something started it like I think that he might have done it and I think I think something with that's going to come to light because I'm like why did this start happening like this is kind of weird this is where I got thrown of glass vibes
0: oh also, yeah this is giving so if you read Throne Glass, you're gonna like this book. But it was giving me the <laughs> that those vibes too, especially with the dynamic. But it's obvious it's it's obvious that to the world building, she focused for this book. That's not where her focus was. And that's fine. Like it is the one two things, two two main observations. This is Lauren's first book. And then two, she made a choice to decide where she wanted to put her focus on. And it was mainly on the two main characters. Because yeah. you, got, you got to understand them main, like really really and she built that relationship really clearly and i think like from her angle or at least this is my interpretation that she wants us to build it via their eyes so based on their interaction yeah like they don't know everything that's going on exactly so that's like how i believe she did it and i remember Thea did this with Hurricane Wars with her characters, it was like you learned it from them because she also had a challenging time to do that. But I think for Lauren, like that might have been a choice, or I think yeah. it was a choice for her, because I think there's still some aspects that we don't know based off the dual POV. Yeah. That I'm assuming will be answered in the next couple books.
1: Yeah. Did you could you tell or from early on that it was gonna end up having been kai who killed her dad like did you get that inkling earlier on
0: yeah mainly because i am that person that i can i i can see through shit yeah like like that is one superpower i have always had is that i can pick up on someone really quickly and also there was something that was too good to be true like i knew there had to be someone in the in her circle or in her environment that would be the person that killed her father what did you think about um which was so sad because that was like literally her only the her the only family she had had because her mom died when she was so little
1: i need to know more about that too which i assume this will come to light in the second book i'm like how did the dad like how did they how did they know i i'm confused like how they get the tips about if somebody's ordinary or not like I, and I think there would be more about that in the second book because I'm like, how did the king know? And no, but
0: then,
1: I think, I think like, that's to the point. I think they know. Like, they use it to their advantage. Yeah, I mean, there is an advantage. For, it's an advantage for the kingdom to have like a common enemy to blame everything on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I okay. have a lot of questions about that. That I think I assume in the second book will come to light. Um, what did you think about the lo- I I okay. I did not think this was a love triangle, which I'll get into. But let me ask you, what did you think about the love triangle?
0: I didn't think of the love triangle. Like, I thought it was like I was like,
1: like, like... he is like kind of interested in her because I don't know. He's never seen a girl in his life if he's been having king lessons with his daddy. Literally. I was like, I said. I was like, son, have you been watching the clips? They were (laughs) dancing. They were dancing in the clips like and he still I I was like, kid,
0: no, no, I don't think it I was think anything. I think you need a and therapist also,
1: because you don't know what's going on right before your eyes, honey. No, and it's, Pandem's, like,
0: her personality is very much, like, friend to all, And so, like, for her to behave that way, like, to me, it wasn't anything more than just that. Maybe that's because I've read other books, though, where it is how bubble. Like, the way that the chemistry goes both ways, and I'm able to compartmentalize two different relationships in certain Mm -hmm. books to me that makes it more evident but here no like it was a one-way street
1: (laughs) i know i was like she doesn't like you she's not even thinking about you like that and no you're also being dumb you've been watching the trials you stupid fool
0: no i mean there's not much you can do after that wait
1: also um kai 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 is a billy eilish fan Mr. Okay. Oceanized, Mr. Oceanized, Kai loves Billie Eilish. Kai also loves Miss Taylor Swift because one thing Kai, Kai said at one point in like the last few chapters, I think, this was before um everything went to shit after the third trial. He's like, he was he said like he said something that I was like, I think this is almost a direct line from all too well by Taylor <laughs> Swift. It was something about like keeping somebody like an oath. And I was like, <laughs> sir, excuse me, sir. Are you a Are fan you? of Taylor Swift? Are you a fan? Are yeah, you man. a fan? I was like, again, modern, but... um. What was the word? No,
0: he- the book is in the zeitgeist. Like Lauren yeah. wrote this book in the, zeitge- the zeitgeist of culture today. Yeah. it's yeah, yeah. so like when you're reading this book, you're very much gonna understand. Like you're no gonna- that pulls me in. Honestly, i I'm like No, you know what year this book was written in and what environment of, of pop culture we're in. Yeah. Sweet. So okay. in that in that remarks, and like in that if you're like a diehard fantasy, this might not be the book for you. Yeah, because usually, like, if you want to go full fantasy, you don't want it to have you like that association. But if not, this is a great if you don't mind for that. I'm sure. Yeah, it, it's not a big. Um,
1: one thing that was like a a trope in this book is that I don't I don't I don't even know what I would call this trope, but I have a funny comment that I wrote in my notes about this. Like at one point in the book, I was like. These guys are obsessed with Payton, and like she hates them. She's not being nice to them at all. She's trying to like she's trying to kill them basically. She has like knife to their throat. She's not interested, but they're like, they're, like, they're obsessed with her. And I took a note that said, "I have a history of men being into me when I am mean to them, and not in a flirting way." And that is Kai and Peyton LMAO. But wait, guys, hold on.
0: I'm so glad you have addressed this and you, you are aware of this no, power I am you hold, because of the way that okay, the way that Maggie talks to men and the way that they have had zero interest in Maggie, like have never shown anything, and the second Maggie treats them like garbage, they're like, "I'm under the spell of the Fritz," because there's I have seen it, I have witnessed it. Of of oh, oh, oh it happens at that. work a lot where I'm like, I didn't have an inkling or I wouldn't, you know, just like, oh, I would have never not thought of this. The way they grovel. Oh so my God. It's honestly embarrassing,
1: actually. It, but it I don't want it, this.
0: But it's so funny. because <laughs> Maggie will be
1: like, he's a
0: rat. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: I'm like, it actually, I'm like, you're making me more annoyed with you. I'm actually going to be meaner to you. But I think that it backfires on me because it's never it, somebody I have a crush on either also I mean, I don't want to date people I work with but um I'm like it's always I'm like we're not flirting I'm actually on I'm honestly being very direct with you and not very nice but go off and I felt I I was like I don't remember exactly what line it was I wish I would have marked the page number and I was like this feels very familiar um no well okay
0: what what did you not like about this book
1: um okay I will say at the beginning there was a lot of like there was not a lot of dialogue I felt like there was a lot of like her thinking Peyton specifically and of Kai thinking and I did think that that was like that's just something for me sometimes makes it feel like it's moving kind of slow so sometimes that can be challenging for me but I could also be like super into a book and if I get to a chapter like that I am it's always like that so that this is not my like favorite um I was confused about why the king was training Kai instead of the current enforcer training Kai. I was like, who's the current enforcer? Why aren't we talking about him at all? Yeah. Like, that seemed kind of weird to me. Um like so so much so that like even still by the end I was like that feels weird. And also like then when the king died Kai just stepped in as the enforcer and I'm like Okay, you're telling me he was 14 years old. You send him out on his first thing as the enforcer by himself, like with what palace guards. I don't know that that didn't make a lot of sense to me. I was like, I feel like that that doesn't or like, yeah, I said it was kind of a plot hole. I was like, "Mm, that's weird. And like, because then it's like, as soon as the king dies, he's the enforcer. But then he was like, it's my final trial to be the enforcer. And then I was like, well, it doesn't seem like there is an enforcer right now because you're doing the job. So that was a little... I didn't (laughs) make sense
0: to me. Yeah, I I think that was just like a hiccup in it. Because I I thought that they they would answer that or there was like something hidden behind why he was training him. And maybe there is, but I thought... I think like if there was, it would have come... It would have been addressed at the time that he died. You know, and he would have been like, oh, I understand why. For me, my whole thing though, I'm not a big fan of dual POV. Yeah. Like it's hard to switch because I when I read from the protagonist's perspective, I like assume in my brain their role and try to understand them. So the current switching of in between was a little bit tough for me. And that that's just a preference thing. That's not a a ding on the book. It's just a preference thing. For me, it was just also, um, I think there's the, the like that I think that they tried and we talked about this already with the with the three way love story like that just felt incomplete to me or I don't know it felt a little like unnecessary if anything and if it was that something they wanted to keep I would have wanted them to just have chopped it up as like a childhood crush.
1: Wait, also, light. I was like, why is Kit the only person with this key to this tunnel? Why wouldn't Kai have one too? He's the one doing all the dirty work. Wouldn't he need It literally. In and out? Literally
0: because he isn't he the one like the king's right-hand man that's like having him train his son and like doing all this shit? Like,
1: what so he didn't trust him? Wait, and this also made me cackle and I think this was supposed to be a dig at Kit like not understanding the real world when they went out to like sneak out of the tunnel and he brought a white horse. <laughs> I'm dead. After- I was like, you stupid <laughs> little
0: rich boy. I don't know if she did that on purpose, but if she did, that's really smart it's because hilarious. it proves his naivety ni- of like, yeah. he has no idea what the world is like, and no, he's been I living in this like... little castle.
1: Yeah, he was like, bring out my white horse.
0: G- glowing. Quite yeah. literally
1: glowing. He's like wearing a like a, a royal emblem <laughs> on a cape. Like, okay. Idiot. <laughs> I'm the prince. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Sorry, go ahead. There go. Oh, I was gonna say one other thing I wrote in my in my notes, one of Kai's lines was because beasts don't get the beauty. And Bye. I said, Bye. I said, Bye. um, Bye. I said, um, actually, they do, Kai. Actually, they do. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Why Beast. Literally. And to be honest, <laughs> I kind of liked him as the Beast. I said, "No, oh my God. <laughs> I was Did like see?
0: <laughs> I saw a TikTok
1: recently. I was like, when Belle gets the ick, <laughs> he, <turned> on- <laughs>
0: he turned into a
1: human, and she like, ew. <laughs> Then, and then I saw another thing that was like how the beast should really look. Like this man comes back clean shaven and blonde. Nah, make it make sense. Where the
0: blonde come from? Make
1: it make sense. I thought he this was man is do- a brunette and he definitely that- will
0: have a beard. Correct. Please. Correct. That's so true. He's what a the fuck
1: clean shaven. Blonde clean. He's like
0: <laughs> he's supposed to be rugged absolutely but that was a, that's a really good point well okay she has so this is book 1 the next one is
1: reckless i think it comes out of soon maybe the summer yeah i believe the summer she also, absolutely. i think just came out with a the first book but in adina's pov i think that's where really? I, I got an email about this from barnes and noble i'll have to look into that a little bit more but i'm like i wonder what that would be about because we didn't even see Adina like that much. So I'm curious Um, what her... Yeah, it comes is. out July 2nd. Okay, yeah, this summer.
0: So I think hopefully like from now, I'm sure she's like listened to reviews and I mean, hi, Lauren. Um, And I'm sure she like, there's probably potholes. holes. I think that's so smart to have that time from your first book to the next book because you can hear reviews. And sometimes like some of the reviews... Some reviews people give is honestly, like, what did this person do to you? Like, why do you hate them? And then other times I hear reviews that I'm like, you know what? These are really great points. And I hope the author heard these so she can then address them or rectify them. Because I'm sure you don't you don't see
1: them as you're writing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm also, I don't know if this is similar to, like, with Hurricane Wars when it was first published. I'm pretty sure that it was published without a publisher. It was self-published. And I want to say this was the same. I think it was.
0: And, because there was two versions of it when they got published.
1: So, um, and the only reason I even would point, I point that out is just because um, obviously if you're not self-published, I think you have like a ton of editors and like, there's a lot of like, you have a whole team of people. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure. So sometimes that also um, weighs in on it too. Yeah. But I also, I will say for both, um, Powerless and Hurricane Wars, both um books got Barnes and Noble exclusive copies. Um, and I think that happened once they were picked up by like um an official that is publisher. What I don't know, yeah. but I feel like that's always pretty cool. Like if I was an author, that would be really exciting. I would be excited.
0: So that's what it was, I think, because I think there's two versions, and then she got signed by Simon and Schuster. And so I th- I remember seeing that Barnes almost had an exclusive, and then she released another one because the cover art stayed the same, but it was a little bit different. And yeah. I think it was there was some changes to the context. Oh, there it is. I just just flashed the, the latest book book um of Crescent City.
1: Um, I also made a grave mistake in my reading of this because I also was simultaneously reading the for- the first Mistborn book from the Mistborn trilogy by Brandon Sanderson. And um, oh, you started? Yeah, and let me tell you, I didn't. I shouldn't have. I took on too much reading at the same time in January. Aren't those books massive? The, these ones aren't that big. I would say it's probably like the same as like I don't know the page count. I would have to check my Kindle. But it's it wasn't. I don't feel like it's that big. Also, that book is split up into parts, so it's really easy to like stop and come back. I think that makes it easier because it feels like they're short stories. Oh, okay,
0: but to be honest, I'm really excited to get back into *Throne of Glass* because I was really liking it.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, it's i mean it's incredible 10 out of 10 it's back there on my bookshelf.
0: yeah i'm really excited to get back into that and finish that because that's a big like anyone that's considering doing it like it is a commitment like that is not an easy this is not a three book series no so you yeah. have to be in it to win it so i'm excited to go back into that but then also we have our new picks that we're going to announce on our yeah. instagram I small. want us
1: to. I want us to end up picking. I'm manifesting this for us something that's very cute romance because it's Valentine's Day.
0: No, I want something really cute and like I do want a modern, a like, modern kind of like a cozy,
1: yeah, cozy modern contemporary, cute.
0: Yeah, we will. We will. I research. I feel like there's really great selections out right now and i'm i'm positive a lot of authors from the contempt division are releasing or have released leading up to Valentine's Day because it would be such a missed opportunity not to do so. Yeah. So i think there's going to be some exciting books uh, you know like always we cover two books a month. And so this next month will be just one because it is what it, it is a shorter Perfect. month for us. Um and so that'll be so exciting but we'll definitely start to preview up for march and in march we'll be starting up a, a much more uh series based i think we're still debating which one we want to do whether it's throne of glass um the series or we want to go into crescent city so, but that will be very exciting because we'll have essentially go through each book and recap and give our takes so, so i feel be like exciting.
1: we're gonna end up maybe doing throne of glass first just because it wouldn't be terrible for me to catch up to you right now but with a reread oh okay Okay, we'll, see. we'll we'll see, we'll see, and we'll let you all
0: know. Yes, yeah, so, because I have a lot of friends that just started with Sarah J. Maas on Akatar, and they're they're winding down. They're like on book five, and so they're like in between Crescent City or Throne of Glass. And I'm like, look, Crescent City is much smaller, and you could take that on now, and the books are like active. But if you want a complete series, Throne of Glass is there. But you need to be ready, and to come off of Akatar and do Throne of Glass is a lot. Yeah, so I,
1: people like I think people like hate on Crescent City because it's like it's more modern I, that didn't bother me at all but sometimes I don't know sometimes people all like people will be like this was so slow to get into or da, 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 like about books and I'll be like I didn't think that I don't mind
0: see. if it's slow at the beginning especially if I know it's gonna be fire as fuck like if I see and usually you can it's tell, fire like, you can tell on the first book like if it's slow and you can tell that it's going to lead up to something special. Sometimes from the beginning though, you get the sense that this is a DNF because Maggie and I have both experienced it. And we've been like, are yeah. we finished? That this? is something
1: too. We've been talking about also like the reality of like DNFing a book is like that's just something that happens. And we're like, is that like how how are we how do we want to address that with people? Um, so we're thinking. it's a line we're treading very yeah yeah um all right well, I think that's our our wrap-up should we give it a rating
0: yes what should we what should be the rating what What should signify um our rating
1: oh like what um we white always do horses. this would you say white horses, white horses.
0: <laughs> how many okay.
1: ocean eyes out of five or how many white ocean, how many white horses out of five I pick one of those I-
0: I'm going to do let's go with white horses and I'm going to say a 2.5.
1: I was also starting a 2.5. Sorry for that
0: horse. I just cut it in half.
1: Yeah. no, no, It's like like a full, like a little baby, a A little baby. And then two parents. Yes. Actually. It's a modern, well, not a modern family. It's a, you know, American dream family, I guess. (laughs) I think they have two kids, but whatever. Um, yeah mine was also 2.5 um yeah yeah so excited to see what comes
0: out of reckless we'll, we'll obviously yeah. know this summer we'll we'll definitely pick it up to to move, move forward with and roberts but so excited to see a book girly that started just like us on book talk and ended up publishing her own book so if you're out there I want to see what you're writing because she's very much a part of what's going on in culture right now and spe- specifically in book talk. So it's always great to see what's coming out of this generation of writers. Yeah. All right well,
1: then. everyone, we hope you're having a great beginning of your February Um, and look out for what our February read is going to be. And we'll talk to you all soon. Bye.